Excuse me. Excuse me. What in the world are you thinking? Me, Gene, the first thing you need to do is to tell these people to shut up if you want to hear what I got to say. We are going to get quick, down, and dirty on this one. What up, y'all? KMB, the 60 Ninja, in the place to be for C Plus Studios, and this is the New World Podcast, brother. It is fueled. It is powered. You will acknowledge crazyhoodies.com, and you will check out the designs made by the almighty big daddy. Okay. You already know the spiel. If you're subscribed to the Sleep Plus Studios feed, you get all these great podcasts, including the New World Podcast, but we've got to get down and dirty. AEW Dynamite, Tony, Taz, Excalibur on commentary. I got to say, this is probably like the, the mm, I don't know, my least favorite Dynamite of I've been watching so far. Uh, but we started off with Darby Allen versus Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal got the win. Um, you know, they, they kicked out his homies and stuff like that. And, you know, Darby is fighting back and he had, you know, his ribs are all hurt and stuff like that. But the reason why this match fell really flat for me, like, the match was, was good itself. I'm glad Jay got the win, but it was because of this fake sting <laughs> that was Cole Carter. Because remember, Jay was like, yo, I, I was told your weakness. I was told your weakness from somebody from you, somebody that knows you, somebody, blah, 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 blah. You know, they, they were teasing it and this and that. And for weeks, and, we were, and finally we're here with Darby Allen versus Jay Lethal. The, the one thing about this match that I really liked is the fact that Jay Lethal ran down the rap and they got to fight. Like, this is a, this is, they want to fight each other. But the fake Sting got me confused. I was like, oh, at first I thought it was Sting. I was like, wait, no, nah, that, that dude's too small to be Sting. Then they're like, oh my God, it's Cole Carter. And I'm like, uh, cool. And then, you know, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Darby's getting up and out of nowhere, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett is the one that knows Darby's weakness. And guess what Darby Allen's weakness is? It's Sting. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> He's in his shadow. I, I don't know. This was, this was just a hot pile of I don't know what. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, the last outlaw, does, you know, choke on that slap nuts. He's putting uh, declaring war on AEW and... Uh, and it's funny, it's like the crowd, you still suck. I understand Jeff Jarrett's relationship with Jay Lethal because they had, you know, they, they had that relationship outside of AEW, especially when they had the match with Ric Flair's last match and stuff like that. But I don't know. It 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 was just one of those things where I was just like, you know, I, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it, this this was just awful, in my opinion. This was this was by far one of the worst things I've ever seen, just because not not because it's just Jeff Jarrett, but I, story wise, I was like, okay, oh oh, fake Sting, okay, Cole Carter, okay, that's cool. Then I'm like, oh Jeff Jarrett, and I'm like, I I you <laughs> you lost me, you lost me at the front door, man. Uh this this was just bad. Uh, then we got uh, John Moxley and. Uh, uh, Lee next from the firm. They, you know that's another thing. They got the firm. They got uh, the embassy. They got the like the factions in this show were were a little bit annoying just because I was like, oh yeah, the the firm. Okay, th- that's the firm. Oh no no that, that's the embassy. But they played an MGF package before this match showing what happened to him and then he fired the firm and everything like that. And 
we got into this match with the Lee and Moxley. Uh, Moxley won, and this was an eliminator. I, I don't know what the hell they called it. An eliminator AEW Championship match where if Lee if Lee uh, Lee Marotti won, he would uh, receive a title shot in the future. But there's going to be an AEW Eliminator Tournament match at Full Gear on the 19th. So. Another thing I was kind of confused about, I was like, okay, all right, well, he's like, why don't you just say it's a if he beats him, he gets a match. You don't have to put an AEW Eliminator match, like I, I, AEW Championship Eliminator match. I don't know. These little things that Tony does when he puts little words inside these things, that, that couldn't even be Tony. It could be somebody that's been creative, but no, it, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but Moxie did a, a backstage interview, and I'm like I said, I'm almost done with this book. I'm, I really want to review it too. I'm almost done with this book, but I'm becoming more and more of a fan of John Moxley and just his character and just what he does. But he goes, he goes for the win. He wins. Lee's not going to get uh, a championship. And then we had uh, during this time too, we had a an, uh, erase the elite package. You know, we're really going with that. So more foreshadowing of. Kenny and the Young Bucks coming because out of that, uh, not out of out of report from Dave Meltzer, is a lot of the locker room voted Punk out. A lot, even I heard even a Chris Jericho. I'm, you know, these are tongue in cheek of what we're hearing, everything like that. But that's what's coming. What's what is coming down to after the aftermath of what happened at that press conference and everything like that. And apparently, I remember when Punk claimed his dog got hurt. That that was false. So like nothing stacking in his favor. They don't know what's going to happen to Punk. You know, what's where's Punk going to go? Is he going to get a buyout of his contract from Tony Khan just to go sit on the sideline just so he he does, can't go to WWE? I don't even think Triple H wants to deal with the headache of a CM Punk because if if CM Punk went over to WWE, he's going to be shackled. And that's the thing CM Punk doesn't like. He doesn't like to be shackled. He's his own person. He's his own man because he's CM Punk. He's Mr. Pipe Bomb Promo, blah, 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 blah. So people saying like, oh, he's going to WWE. I highly doubt it. If he does, I'll eat my own words. It's just one of those things. I, if he does go to WWE, he's going to be on the leash. And this is what he's been bitching about all the time. I'm always on a leash. Uh, you know, goes to AEW, thinks he can get away with everything. Then that happens. And, you know, he, this, this is where we're at. But I'm glad that Tony picked the elite over CM Punk. I was talking to Penta about this. I was like, and he's like, oh, uh, Tony picked elite. I'm like, good. It's called all elite wrestling, not all punk wrestling. It's the all elite. That's where it started from. The elite. The elite. God. Sorry, folks, <laughs> but I'm glad we're we're getting a tease of these gentlemen coming back. Um, but yeah, but during but during the match with Moxley and Lee, uh, Lamar Jackson's walking through the crowd, <laughs> and like the crowd is like totally like whoa, uh, yeah, MVP. I'm like, what the hell's going? I thought it was MJF at first. No MJF on the show because he was hurt last week by the firm and everything like that after he fired them but no mjf to show that i think that was another one of the downers but i understand for storytelling um but then uh ethan page kicked mox and i don't know i i don't know what story we're trying to tell with the ending of this match but you know mox got the win so but the, the walking through the crowd <laughs> lamar jackson that that was fun um then we go backstage with Renee. She has that. Uh, she's supposed to have that interview with Britt Baker and Sriracha. Soraya, I'm sorry. You know, people are people get on me. They're like, you know, it's your name. I'm like, I know, but Paige was so much easier, and Paige is so embedded in my brain. You know what I mean? But 
Soraya, I'll be respectful, okay? But she's she said because Renee is like, yo, you know why? What what's the status? Are you coming back to the ring? Are you are you going to be wrestling again? What's the point of all this? Blah 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 blah. And she's like, I have one more doctor's visit. I'm not going to say anything. So I but because the biggest controversy out of all of this, I remember when she came over was WWE won't clear her to wrestle, but AEW will. So now Tony's in this kind of tough spot of like. Well, do I clear her then? Because it's kind of bad at being like, oh, these doctors won't clear her, but my doctors know better. They're going to clear her or my doctors are going to say the same thing. You know, we shall see. But she says she has one more doctor's visit. Britt Baker ain't there. Why? Because you you don't command Britt, Britt Baker to do anything. OK, that's that was the point. And she has a um, uh, interview later on with Tony Schiavone. Uh, but we get another Tony Schiavone with uh, William Regal. I'm sorry, Lord Regal, you know. And he, he's he's hyping up everything and black uh, Blackpool Combat Club, B P C C, okay. He's backstage and everything. They're talking. Then we get to the birthday bash, um, daddy ass birthday bash, and you know I really need to stack in uh, Rampage because clearly stories are being told on Rampage that kind of bleed over to Dynamite, and that's just another form of me trying to stuff all these shows inside my week. And, th- and the reason why I'm getting down and dirty real quick on this episode is because uh, we have a, an event coming up for this week that I have to get ready for. And so I, the day job calls, but I really wanted to get through this. I'm not going to do um, uh, a watch-along match. Uh, I got a couple of those planned, though, for separate things. So those are to come. But we got to the birthday bash, Billy Guns. Hands are all taped up. Been in the game for thirty years. Sneaky Swerve broke his hand, so he can't do scissor me. But they, but the best part about it is they gave him a gift. The first gift was foam scissor hands. So if your hands are broken, you can still scissor me, daddy ass. That that was great. Um, they got a gift from the crowd from a kid, and that kid just like was blowing up. Like, oh man, you know. And uh, the uh, <laughs> the best part about this was the acclaimed were like, yo, we get, the final gift is adoption paper, so you can be our daddy, our true daddy in the eyes of the law. Then that and Billy's, like, I get to be your daddy. Billy's kids come out, okay. Then they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Morrison levels gun, and the firm um, comes in, and and then they they're beating down the acclaimed, they're beating down Billy Gunn. Then here comes FTR to the rescue, and it's just like, whew, there's so much to unpack here. Like you got so much talent on this on this show, on the roster. You, 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 I understand that that's a challenge to stuff as much as you can into a show, but it's like it, it's two different things. Like I feel like we got. There's a there's dynamite where we're telling the main story with building Mox and MJF, and then there's a story where Mox is kind of is the second match of the show, and we're not really building him and MJF until their fight because they barely have two matches for full gear, which is on the 19th, which is three weeks away, and, and they have that yeah well three matches I'm sorry the eliminator mat eliminator eliminator termin terminate terminator whatever full gear is coming up, and we have three matches, so I I'm wondering where we're going. So where are we going to that show? Where's the bill to that show? I'm already sold. The ticket's already sold. I want to see MJF. I want to see John Moxley. So after this, you know, we we'll go back to Tony. He's with Britt Baker, and she says, "Yeah, you're on my time. You're on my time." Okay. And uh, we go into Chris Jericho, the Ocho, versus a former Ring of Honor champion. So they kind of swerved me on this. They're like. 
it doesn't have to be a specific Ring of Honor champion. They can be tag team uh, Ring of Honor champions. They can be women's tag. Like you know, the the it was a much more broad term of former Ring of Honor champion. More of a broad, broad term. So like it was open to everybody. But hey. Colt Cabana, folks. Colt Cabana comes out. Boom, boom, boom. You know, Mr. Colt Cabana comes out. In this match, I was I was like, oh, snap. Jericho and Colt Cabana for the Ring of Honor World Championship match. And, you know, they mentioned Colt Cabana is a former two-time tag team Ring of Honor champion. There's, uh, I don't know. What's, I don't know what was going on with Colt Cabana. But he, he, he had this look on his face like he was nervous. Or something, his arms taped up, and he 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 did some great spots, but I don't know. Cabana just looked a little off, and there was a little bit of a I don't want to use the B word, um, you know, uh, that happened in the corner where they both fell off on, on to the apron to the floor. It looked really really bad, but of course Chris Jericho got the win. Then um, the and then after that they go upstairs, go up to the, the ramp. The JS J I do want to say the JSA, but it's the JAS, the Jericho Appreciation Society. Um, <laughs> but you know, and Jericho's about to disgrace another Ring of Honor um, veteran and whatnot. He about to smack him with the belt, but then here comes Claudio. Here comes Brian Danielson. A fight breaks loose. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club versus the JAS, the Jericho Appreciation uh, s- 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 Society. <sighs> okay. <laughs> like I said, a lot to unpack on this show. A lot, a lot, a lot. Um, Renee is with Death Triangle. And I gotta say, man, what pack in the goddamn fucking hammer. <laughs> It's that ring bell hammer he pulls out. And I don't know if they want to call him Phoenix or Phoenix or, you know, FedEx. Like, I don't know. Like, they, everyone keeps mispronouncing this Ray Phoenix's name. That's, that's, or is it Phoenix? Like, everyone says it differently to all the way down to the commentators, all the way down to the ring announcer. It gets a little frustrating. I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but it does get a little frustrating. I know that I mispronounce names too. I know I do it. Everybody does it because it's just the way we speak. And the, you know, but that's besides the point. The fucking hammer came into play. Pac is like, yo, or is it Pac? Pac, Pac. See, we're in, we're in the craziness. But we we finally got to the All Atlantic Championship match: Orange Cassidy versus Luchasaurus versus um, Ray. Phoenix, Phoenix, you tell me. Uh, and I was really looking forward to this match. I was, I was like, these, the, these, these guys are gonna tear down the house. There were some great spots. We still has some storytelling to tell with Luchasaurus because Jungle Boy comes out. They have this great table spot, and like, and they they announced like whoever wins this match gets. A contract to face somebody at Rampage for a dream of one they any opponent they want a dream opponent, and I was like, oh, okay, uh, I, but the champ, but you know the championship's on the line and you have a contract that's on the line to face whoever you want, but they don't they don't let Orange you know because Orange wins this match they don't let Orange really pick it, it's kind of picked for him because the point of the contract is yo. I want to pick who I want, a dream opponent, and then face him at Rampage. This one was um, uh, Shibata coming out for New Japan and challenges Orange. And then the contract comes out. And, you know, Mr. Orange Cassidy, he's cool, man. He's a cool dude. He's from wherever. He weighs whatever. He carries the title in the backpack. I love that. 
But uh, Shibata was last seen at the Forbidden Door pay-per-view. Um, but yeah, challenges Orange Cassidy. So now that's set up for uh, Rampage and everything like that. Uh, but what was awesome was Rocky Romero came out with him, with Shibata and the best friends. But we're set up for Rampage. Now we go backstage. Tony Schiavone's with Swerve in Our Glory. And out of nowhere, the biggest boss, Rick Rose, was in the back drinking champagne with Swerve. And then there's a little tension between Keith and Swerve. And he's like, yo, you know, I'm all about honor. I'm all about respect. I'm all about this, blah, 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 blah. You know, what What are we doing here? You know, what? what's going on? We're, we're, we're number one contenders for the title. Blah, 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 blah. You know, he's going on and on about this. And you can feel the tension. But Rick Rose, the most, was like, yo, man, we family, brother. We can't, we can't fight. You guys got to get a tag team time. Yeah, man, because I'm Rick Rose, the most. <laughs> okay. So Marina Schaefer versus Jade Cargill. You know, I've heard of this Jade Cargill. I don't see her that much on Ring of Honor Dynamite. This is my first time actually seeing, like, I've seen her in backstage promos and stuff like that, but never really seen her in the ring. I didn't know she was 40 and oh, she's never lost a match. That's out, you know, and people are like, well, you didn't know that? No, she is just somebody, you know, she's a TBS uh, woman's champion and this was a TBS championship match, but Nyla Rose stole her title and, you know, a lot of that was happening on Rampage with that storyline. Yeah, they mentioned it on Dynamite a few times, backstage interviews, but I will tell you the worst fucking thing about this was when Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero come out and they're doing commentary over a match that is happening in the ring with Marina Schaefer and Jade Cargill like ugh 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 it just I was just like stop talking stop please for the sake, let me listen to the actual commentators of the show they even make a comment Taz is like well at least we still got our jobs I don't you know, ah, then I don't know. Jade's crew tries to steal the title back, but doesn't work. Now the Rose knocks him out. I don't know. It's just a hot mess here. Malachi Black was uh, was teased of being going back to WWE, but clearly that is not the case. House of Black is still coming. Uh, we had a Malachi Black package. He was being wrapped in sheets and then burned up and sent to the ocean or some stuff like that. Yeah, but they announced Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm too. I think I said that earlier for uh, the interim interim women's championship. Please get rid rid of that word. Get please please for the sake of uh, and for the sake of everything in pro wrestling. Please get rid of that word. Tony Storm is the women's champion she is the women's the aew women's champion not interim the god so many frustrating frustrating things tonight now we have the ring of honor tv championship match samoa joe versus brian cage samoa joe wins this match is very two big dudes going at it you know it's very technical on joe's side brian cage looked good and everything like that but he tapped to samoa joe then the embassy attacks you know and then out of nowhere out of nowhere you know well not, not that part but then the tnt champion comes out Wardlow to save joe because they're war joe terrible the worst tag team name in history in my opinion you can take that to the bank and uh, deposit it okay that's what i'm saying worst tag team name Take it to the bank and deposit that shit. All right. Then out of nowhere, Powerhouse Hobbs comes in 
lays waste to Wardlow, picks up the TNT championship. I kind of, and I, I was funny, he's like, when, he, when, I, when I saw the TNT championship, I was like, but aren't they on TBS now? And then I was like, oh, Rampage is now is TNT and TBS is Dynamite. Yeah. Ha! <sighs> this show gets two and a half stars out of five. It's just so much going on. I'm taking so many notes through this thing. There's things that are just mentally frustrating. And I got to say, out of these weeks of watching Dynamite, this has to be by far my least favorite Dynamite episode because there is so much going on. And I understand you want to pack your punch into a show and make make some noise and whatnot, you know. But starting it off with, an, with Jeff Jarrett being revealed and stuff like that and putting an A in, I don't know, okay? Two and a half out of five. Tell me your... Um, tell me your score. Tell me what you thought. What was your highs? What was your lows? What did, what made you love it? What made you hate it? What made you do this, that, that, that? Okay. Then after that, like and subscribe. Share it your grandma. Share it your grandpa. Share it with the bum down at Walmart. I am KMB, the sexy ninja, and as always, the New World Podcast is for life, brother. That's not. Is that? He's waiting on Stan and Duke. It's Chef Jarrett. What the?